0: A hot boy summer. It is. It's a hot boy summer out here, man. Oh, I'll tell you what. I'm I'm home now. It feels great. It feels nice to be home, and it feels like the city has come a lot now. By the way, I don't know if you guys can hear that. I don't know if it's going to get picked up on this recording. But if you hear panting in the background, my apologies. The dog is here, and the guy is an absolute psycho. I was, I watch him all day. He he walks around the room following the sun, but he'll lay in it to the point of hyperventilating. I have to pull him away from the sun. He's gonna kill himself. Maybe that is what he's trying to do. Death via sunlight. I have to I literally had to pick him up today and move him out of his own the sun that he chose to sit in because he was panting so hard. He's a Boston Terrier. They got short noses. He doesn't do well in the heat and he's chasing it around the room. And so he's over in the corner now. He's actually put himself in isolation. He's taking a break I guess but he's still panting. And you know what? You did it to yourself. So I feel a little bit bad, but you did it to yourself. So anyway, I'm going to have to Boston Terriers are the funniest dogs. By the way, I highly recommend if you're looking to get a dog and you just want something that's kind of goofy, but durable, like not one of these, you know, when I was a kid, we had dogs that were like, you know, Bichon Shih Tzus, which are great, but the training, they're lit. They're not, um, let's say like, how do I put this? They're good indoor dogs. They don't, you can't really let them off leash and they go explore, but Boston Terriers are kind of like the best of both worlds. They go, you let them off leash in the wild outside. They run around, they they go in the water, they chase animals. They're awesome dogs, but they don't handle, they don't handle the heat well because they got short little noses and, uh, they overheat so quickly that, uh. When we take them out in the summer, like we'll go, we'll take them down for walks. We got to bring a spray bottle with, I went to 7-Eleven and they had the randomly, they had the spray bottle for dogs at seven. The things that 7-Eleven has that you would never suspect a spray bottle for dogs. Hit me up. I was probably the only person who ever bought That probably was sitting there, um, like when that store, when that store location opened and no one ever bought it. I, I'm the guy I bought it. And uh, we have to like spray him down every, you know, if it's like 25 degrees outside, we got to spray him down probably every 10 minutes just to keep this guy alive. So anyway, and now he's in here looking for the sun. He's looking for the thing that he can't handle. I can still hear him panting. But anyway, they're great dogs, though. You can't help but smile. They're just goofy. That's what I like. I kind of like I like a dog that's goofy, but I also kind of like dogs that are serious, like a German Shepherd. Oh, I've always dreamt about that. A super smart working dog, German Shepherd plus no one fucks with your house. You got a German Shepherd people come in. They, you know what they do? They hang a U-turn right out the door. I would love to say the same for Boston Terriers, but I mean, dude, unless, unless I, we get horns installed on his head. I don't like our chances if someone breaks in. So anyway, apologies. He's in here right now um but i'm back i'm back home oh the city is alive because it's finally nice outside i went for a little stroll today and it's just like everyone's out there it's nice to see it's nice to see and to you know what it's a little overwhelming because i was in a little village in the in the mountains where you see three people per day and then you come back here and the adjustment was it's interesting it reminds me of the time that we came back from uh New York, I think I've talked about this before where you, you, it's so insane. It's so crazy busy that when you come back to just any other city, regular city from New York, you're like, where's all the people? Where'd everybody go? It's empty out here. So that was a little bit of the adjustment I had to make today. I'm like, there's too many people out here, right? And this isn't even a big city. This like Calgary is like just over a million. One point now that's big for Canada. But that's not big, you know, China, dude, China has cities that are like 5 million people that you've never even heard of. That's how crazy it is. They they have more, I think China has more cities with 1 million people a plus than there even is cities in Canada. Like, that's an understatement. I think they have like, I don't know, 30 of them. Crazy. Crazy. Just to put that in perspective. Anyway, that's not terrifying. ha. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not afraid of China <laughs> as they're slowly taking over everything. That's why I like, dude, I want to get on TikTok. And actually, I recently I did, but I'm like, I don't, where's this information going? I mean, for sure, it's going right back to the government. Now, what are they going to do with it? I don't know. I don't know what the Chinese got. Maybe they take all that shit that you do on TikTok and they compile it into some deep fake and then they're just going to blackmail all of us one day. I don't know. And I'm not saying that, you know, our information isn't collected on everything else. But there's something about, like, just the Chinese government getting my TikTok stuff. It scares me, dude. But then again, you got to get those follows. hey So, man, I saw myself in the mirror today. And I'm like, what the, f- what's going on, man? Dude, what is going on? My tan right now is ridiculous. Because... I've learned a valuable lesson. When you put sunscreen on, either don't do sunscreen or do it everywhere. Yeah, duh. Duh. Well, I put sunscreen on my face for the last week because I didn't want to burn my face. But I looked at my, you know, I looked at the chest and I was like, the chest can take some heat. The shoulders can take some heat. The arms can definitely take some heat. So now I got a mismatched body. I got, I'm a panda. I'm a human panda. I got a tan torso. And then I got this ghost. W- I look like a mime. I look like a mime right now. I went for a run today. And I heard someone say, Is that a mime? Is he allowed to be running? My face doesn't match my body. <laughs> you know how stressful that is? So I don't know what the remedy is. I mean, I think the remedy is I got to tan my face. I'm going to have to go sit outside for probably three days straight and just like not stare at the sun but keep my face towards it and and you know sort of even all this shit up right which by the way i knew a kid back in the day back when i lived in a call de sac called de sac which is french for a sack of calls we there was a kid on that was like just you know like just a twitchy kid you know what i mean like just just twitchy, just kind of like, like he I, he didn't have Tourette's, but he was just kind of like, he would just douche, you know, he twitchy, twitchy little face. I was good friends with him too, really nice guy. And then one day I, I realized he started. He was staring at the sun. like one of his twitches was that he would look at directly at the sun. His name was Mark. I'd be like, Mark, what are you doing? And he'd be like, Ah, nothing. And then he would go, he would like squint, look at the sun for like two seconds and then look away. I think that became some type of like, I don't even know, some type of habit, some type of tick that he was doing. And I wasn't even 100% sure that's what he was doing until we were sitting in the shade. I saw him get up, go stand in the sunlight and look at the sun and like squint his eyes. Two, three seconds, come back. Like nothing happened. He, He came back as if he didn't just go stare at the sun right in front of all of us. Now I was a concerned kid, but I also lacked awareness, like all of us when we we're that age. So I remember his mom came out, and uh, when everyone was gone, I was like, "Hey, Mark um, is staring at the sun," and she's like, "What?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I don't know." I'm like, "He's you know he's twitchy, he's twitchy." I'm like, e- "You know he's doing this thing where he stares," at the-. and she's like, "Oh, okay." Like she was so confused. And then I remember I was like, "And by the way." Just so you know, by the way, this is, I'm like a seven-year-old talking to a full-grown adult. I'm like, just so you know, I told him it's like, that's not good. So (laughs) (laughs) like the way I said it was as if I was a sun eye doctor. I told her, I was like, by the way, I've done a little research on um, staring at the sun I don't know if you know this, but you're not supposed to do it. So I've disseminated that information to your son, Mark. And um, I think it's going to help him going forward. Now, you don't have to. Uh, I'm not a hero. You don't have to. Nothing to do. You don't have to get me anything. Just, you know, a little bit. You're welcome. <laughs> Dude, that's that's the tone of how I remember it. And I, I still remember the look on her face of just like, okay, yeah. It, like she's caught in a situation where some kid is telling her about life. And you know right away she's like, okay, yeah, you're seven. So don't really want to, don't need your advice. And I actually don't need you telling, you know, my twitchy kid advice. But she's also caught in the thing where it's like, you can't really, you can't get mad at a kid. Because it's a kid. So sometimes you just got to go like, okay, all right. That was like the one time, uh, where did I meet this kid? Oh, dude, where was this? This was during the summer. No. Damn, I forgot about this. All right, this was this was actually a show that I did in my first year, first time on the road with Chris Gordon, like I talked about a few uh, episodes ago. Um, and there was a guy who came out to the show, super nice guy. And he was basically just like, hey, man, I love the show. I want to do stand-up comedy. I brought my son because I wanted to show him what I want to do. And I was like, oh, that's kind of cool, right? And I remember, I, for whatever reason, You know, we ended up drinking with this guy, hanging out, and then his son, dude, his son was like, you know what, man, like, his son was probably, I mean, I guess he must have been 18, he seemed younger than that, but he must have been 18 to go to the comedy show, and he's like, you know what, man, I'm never gonna have a mortgage, I'm not taking out debt, and I was like, okay, okay, all right, I feel like he was a lot younger, anyway, it was just this kid telling me like his theory. And uh, again, you're stuck in the same place where like, okay, he's no idea. He's no. he thinks people, people like want to take out mortgages. That's what he thinks people's goals are. Let me take on as much debt as possible, dog. <laughs> I love that. I love the innocence though. I'm, you know what? I'm not going to do it. I'm going to buy. Like the way he said it was like, you know what? When I get a house, I'm going to buy that shit with cash. I'm buy it with cash. <laughs> Fuck. That is a baller move though. Hey, buying a house with just cash. When they go, Hey, what down payment do you want to do? And you want to go, um, can I do a hundred percent? Yeah. What's the mortgage rate on a hundred percent down payment? Ooh, baby. Anyway, on the way home, I saw at a certain area on the highway, there's a sign. It says, look out for people on the highway. It's interesting. It's interesting. And you that's let's do it. It's like the same way that you see a sign about like, hey, careful, there's deer up here. This is a sign that's like, careful, there's just people here for some reason. So that's what I see. I see a sign that says, hey, there's going to be people on the highway up here. You go, Okay. And I swear to God, I saw four hitchhikers, all different, all like separate, like not part of a group, you know, rateably spaced probably half a kilometer apart from each other four hitchhikers. And I'm just, I'm thinking, is there anything with lower odds in your life? You know, some people, some people say, Hey, I want to be an astronaut. And they go, man, the chances, I mean, even with comedy, people go, you know, the the chances of making it right. That's how they try to discourage you. Man, the, the, the odds of making it. You go, yeah, they're low. Okay. But you know, what's beneath that? hitchhiking if your kid ever says i want to be a hitchhiker that's the one time i think it's appropriate to go you know what the odds of making it the odds that's got to be zero percent how is it not zero percent how is hitchhiking not zero percent and by the way i need to explain in context what they look like because that's a big factor right if you look here's here's some things that help When you're hitchhiking, right one clean, do you look clean? That improves your odds. I would love to see the statistics on this. That's going to help a lot. Now the first guy that I saw hair everywhere jacket hood is up dirt on his pants. Do you know how, do you know how dirt the dirt has to be that I can see it when I'm going hundred kilometers an hour? You're not even clean, dude. Listen, I'm not going to tell you how to run your hitchhike, but take it seriously. If this is what you're going to do, you got to take it seriously. You got to dress for the occasion. Just some dude, I mean the fact that you're a man. Who's going to pick up a man? Who the who in their right mind would pick up a hitchhiking man? Women are the only ones who have a chance. And if you're a woman hitchhiking, there's like what, an 80% chance you're going to get murdered because that's the only reason that person would stop to pick you up. Crazy. It blows my mind. Every time I see that, I'm like, they must just be out there forever. And I don't even want to meet the weirdo who picks up. Now, there are some people out there who are genuinely so kind-hearted that they might might pick up the poo-poo pants dirty guy because they genuinely just want to help. They want to pay it forward. They want to get karma. They want to get into heaven. But that person, I mean, the odds that it's one of those people versus somebody who's just, oh, shit, perfect. My next victim. Oh, perfect. Like, I think as a serial killer, you might even be, like, you might be out of the game. You might even be rehabbed. Right? You get your chip, you get your 10-year chip for not serial killing. You've been going to all the meetings. You're like, man, I can't believe I haven't serial killed in 10 years. I'm really proud of myself. You know, and it's a battle every day, every day, you know. And I've been to events where people they they serial kill and I abstain and I'm really proud of myself. And then one day you're driving along, you're just driving along, and you see some guy, some dirty poo-poo guy. With his thumb out on the side of the road and you go, don't do it. You go, come on, Terry, don't do it. Don't do this. We can't throw away the last 10 years. And then the other part of your brain goes, yeah, but remember how fun it is. You remember that? We used to grow. We used to just remember when we were, we just, yeah, take him to the woods. Just do it. Just one. It's just one. You've been so good for 10 years. Just one, right? That's the game you play with yourself. And you go, no, 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 no. We can't. If we do, if we even pick up one, if we do one more serial kill, it's going to just, it's going to spiral out of control. We know what's going to happen. And then that other part of your brain goes, no, 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 you you did it for 10 years. You haven't done it. You can do one and then you're strong. You're strong. And then you know what you do? You for sure pick them up. And then (sighs) bye-bye. By the way, I'm not making light if that's actually, I mean, for sure that's happened to people, but. I'm just saying, that's got to be a 0%. When you're the people that I saw, the guy that I saw hood up dirty, um, an old, like a guy who is going to pick that guy up. It's crazy to me. I mean, your odds, you might as well, your odds are better selling knives door to door, which is a real job you can get you, being a knife. By the way, whatever happened to that stuff? I mean, I guess it's technology, but didn't it seem like back in the day I mean before our day. But you would hear about like, you know, people would be like, "Oh yeah, when I was a kid, I was a door-to-door vacuum salesman." Man, that must have been such an annoying time to be alive. I don't know, maybe it was a cool time. Right? Cuz maybe the door-to-door salesman's back in the day. I mean, I I like to think that people were getting two maybe three a week. Vacuum guy, you got some guy with microwaves, you got some other guy who um He's just selling batteries and his seems the least legit because, you know, it seems like he just kind of bought them from the store and he's just adding on a bit of a margin and then selling them. to you. But listen, he's out there hustling. So I don't know if that's annoying to constantly have solicitation at your door or was that the original Amazon like recommended for you? recommend it for you. Maybe these guys would go around the, you know, the neighborhood. They sell some knives. Then they go have their door-to-door salesman lunch, you know, back to the hut. And they go, "Hey, unit 48 bought knives." And there there's another guy there with forks and he goes, "Then they love forks. You got to have new you can't just get new knives without new forks." And then guess what? The forks salesman shows up at your door and you go, "What the f-? This is phenomenal. I do need forks. Now you got forks. That was the original recommended for you right there. Then you got a guy coming on later, right? He's got spoons. And you know what you say to that? No, no. Cause you know what spoons? And I stand by this and we're going to end on this controversial note and we can pick it up again tomorrow. But spoons are the worst utensils. Spoons are stupid stupid spoons are dumb that's how we're gonna end spoons are dumb and i'm gonna walk through and explain why tomorrow when i see you guys then okay spoons are dumb have a great day enjoy your knives enjoy your forks and i'll see you tomorrow we'll continue this discussion see you